step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Two men. Two men. Uh, make that three men. No marketable skills. Always just one step away. One step away. From the unemployment line. <laughs> Strip Club Radio with Tim Rhodes, Dane Hansen, and Glenn Miller starts now. Showtime. Oh, wow. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our radio show, Strip Club Radio. Tim Rhodes, that's Dane Hansen. He's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yes, sir. Wild Bill Fields. Hello. He's in Tampa, Florida. He is filling in for our Glenn Miller, who's uh, doing rehab today. Not not the alcohol kind, but not the drug. I have to be crotchety and old today. Yeah. All right. Do your best. Too much of a stretch, Bill. Which part, the crotchety or the old? Either. I can't tell. Like I see pictures of Wild Bill. I can't tell if he's 50 or 25, really. How old are you? I am 40. You're, so you're right in the middle. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. It all depends if I'm having a good day or a bad day, I guess. Remember where you were young and hungry and excited to go to work in this business every night? Dude, I'm 350 pounds. I'm always hungry. We got a guy. <laughs> how do you say his last name, Dane? Jeremy Swigert? Swigert. Swigert. He's coming on the show today. Whenever I see this kid, I think, man, that was kind of me like 30 years ago. Like he's young. He's excited. To do, he still likes talking to the dancers. And they all love him. They all love him. He's got a great personality, man. I, I, I When I saw him at Expos the first time I met him in person, uh, other than just seeing him online, and, and I, everybody loves him. I, I don't know. Yeah, he, he has this thing like the gays have with girls. Like they just they, they just all love being around him. <laughs> I was thinking the same exact thing, but I didn't want to be the one to say it. He's not gay, I don't think. Well, we don't know. I, mean, I, don't I would care. assume not. But every time I see pictures, of, he's surrounded by dancers. Every picture he posts. But he's emceeing contest every week. He's traveling all over the place. He does video. I love the guy. He's doing a hell of a job branding himself and uh, and getting his name out there for sure. Absolutely. So we're going to talk to him. Plus, he had a relationship with Veda Kiss, who is one of our feature entertainers that lost that. I don't know. I've only dealt with that a little bit, guys. I mean, we've all been in the business. Bill's been in the business 20 plus years. I've been doing it 30. Dane's 20. So we've all seen people that we know and that we're close to commit suicide in this industry, haven't we? Oh yeah, unfortunately. I mean, that and that and, and uh, whether it's on purpose or uh, you know or not, I've seen a lot of people that yeah, uh, have taken their lives one way or another through uh, bad decisions as well. Fucking sad, man. So uh, we'll talk to Jeremy in a little bit. I wanted to get to Dane first of all. There's a couple things I want to rant on first. Uh, first of all, Dane, ladies and gentlemen, Dane has crossed over to the dark side. To the dark side. Dane is a manager, everybody. Whoa. Pin drop. (laughs) I couldn't get to my sound effects quick enough. You're supposed to tell me these things ahead of time so I don't go into shock on the show, man. Who knew the guy with zero people skills could actually be a very effective floor host and manager at his club? And I've been telling you, Dane, don't ever get into management. And look what you did figured i couldn't go uh you know i couldn't go backwards anymore so i'll try to go forward so you actually had to talk to people 
Yeah, uh, carry on conversation, <laughs> shake hands, and all that stuff, you know? See, Bill doesn't know you like I do. Dane and had to do it sober on top of it, which is even worse. Dane has this, and I think uh, if people meet Dane for the first time, they think maybe he's standoffish or something. Dane has this super phobia of people. It's like a social anxiety thing, Bill. Well, listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I, after especially working the last nine years on the second floor, not having to deal with people, I, I hate dealing with people. I don't want to have to deal with anybody. I think I have some of that too, man. And I'm, I'm same situation, Bill. I'm a second floor. I don't have to deal with the entertainers. I don't have to deal with the customers. And my manager leaves me alone. So basically, I'm alone every single night. Well, no, I mean, I still deal with all the entertainers. Actually, my booth is set in the dressing room, but that that's Ooh. not a problem. I'm good at that. That's easy. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. It's just dealing with drunk customers annoys the piss out of me. It's kind of uh, difficult to relate when you're when you're sober to somebody, but when, you, when you're the one that's drinking, you think you're doing just fine. So, you know, I mean, I guess it's, it's shoes on the other foot. Well, and that's why Dane sometimes drinks when he's out in these big social like expo and stuff like that, because he has such an anxiety about people and meeting people. And I never knew that when I first met him. And then as I've known him now for five, six years, I started to understand that this is a thing and it's not a bad thing, but it's, it's absolutely a thing. I think a lot of us deal with that. Yeah. But using that alcohol as a crutch isn't good for me either. And I I found out a a few times that it's uh, not the right way to go, you know? No, I get it. So what I'm saying is it's very, this is a big leap for you to be able to deal with the customers and then to be effective as a floor host and all that stuff. So I'm very proud of you, man. We're taking baby steps, but I appreciate that, man. I hope it goes uh, continues to go well. I cover floor guy shifts throughout my career here and there because I'm a rather large man. So, I, you know, it's uh, it's something that's never been a problem. But I'll be honest with you. The way it changes my perception and time from being busy every three minutes in the night flying by to standing there on the floor as this night just it just drug on forever. And I think it's because I didn't have that every three minute task I had to do. And it just made the night seem like forever. My whole perception of time was changed as a floor guy compared to a DJ. That was my biggest concern, too. But uh, I had a hell of a lot more to do out of the booth than I did in the booth to be honest with you. I mean, it wasn't every three minutes, but I was busy all night, you know, and I think that I was looking for stuff to do, uh, looking for customers to, to talk to, looking for girls that weren't maybe sitting with customers or were sitting around being lazy, weren't doing their jobs, trying to motivate them and tell them why they should go talk to this person or, uh, you know, the reason that they're there to try to get them excited about being there and making money instead of sitting around and bitching and complaining. That's such a big deal because we've lost that training part of teaching these girls how to make money. Like uh, we have, you know, I run 80 girls a night, 70, 80 girls a night. And, and there's so many new and young and cute ones that we've had come in over the last few months and they just don't know what they're doing. They're beautiful, but no one really can, can explain, Hey, this is how you look. You got to talk to these old guys. You got to make them feel good. Just when you walk by the table, just put your fingers through their hair. Like no one's teaching them the tricks of how to make money, how to engage a customer instead of just walking up and going, you want to do a VIP? See, when I told them that and then I actually saw it work and they saw it work, I got excited, man. It was like gambling to me. It was a rush. You know what I mean? It was really cool to see me tell somebody something and have it actually work. And then I wanted to do it more. I I mean, it it makes me hungry to teach them. And and I know that sounds ridiculous for people that know me, but I really enjoyed it. A couple of my floor hosts actually do take the time to to try to, uh, to train these girls. I know I constantly talk to these girls, try to teach them the three song rollout and reinforce them. You're not supposed to make all your money on stage. That's just a precursor. So you know, who's interested in you so you can take them in the back and get your dance. Well, what's the way, three, you know? what's the three song rollout? Explain that. 
Well, typically what we've always tried to teach him is uh, every guy that tips you, when you get off stage, you want to go down and thank him. When you thank him, you want to make the physical contact, put your hand on their shoulder, give them eye contact, look them in the eyes and say, thank you so much. A little kiss on the cheek and say, I've got someone else I need to talk to. I'll be back and thank the next guy, the next guy, you get to the last guy who you saved for last because he looked like your best potential or he gave you the biggest tip on stage or whatever the case is. And you ask if you can join him. You sit down for three songs. If he doesn't buy you a drink, you then ask him for dances. If he's not interested, you excuse yourself and go talk to another guy that had tipped you on stage. And you work your way down. Three songs, three songs, three songs is all they get for free. Ah, I like that. I mean, we've all known that, but I really haven't heard it explained like that. I like that. I wanted to get dangry for a second. If I could. Time to get dangry with <laughs> Dang Hanson. It's actually, Dang I'm, getting, I'm getting dangry with me for a second. Because this outrage over my strip club DJ list is infuriating to me. What happened was years ago, we were trying to generate some traffic to our website. And I saw this ranker website where you can rank any list you want. I mean, they have movies and favorite songs. You go on ranker, they have a million lists for everything. So I thought, that'd be cool. What if we rank the DJs based on votes? I created it. I typed in a couple guys' names, and it got the ball rolling, and then it took on a life of its own, Dane. Why did this become such a Tim Rhodes is trolling everyone thing every time I repost this list? Because some people's names aren't where they think they should be, and they have a little bit of ego, and it hurts their feelings, I believe. Now, now, now hold on a minute. First off, I want to say thank you, Tim Rhodes, for putting me on the list yesterday when I didn't want to be on it to begin with. <laughs> However, Bill, when you go, man, I'm not on that list. I would never partake in such a thing. As you're saying that, I'm starting to type in your name already. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to thank you for that to start off with. You're welcome. It's, it, it has absolutely no bearing on who's actually good at their job or bad at their job. It's ridiculous. But every time I post it, I have to get this trolling thing. Like, he's trolling. He's just, I'm like, fuck you guys. It's fun. Everybody seems engaged. This thing's gotten over 10,000 views already. You're stirring the pot. That's what but, it was. But how is it stirring the fucking pot? What difference does it actually fucking make? Who because gives you, shit? You cannot put a list or a ranking system like that into a group of people who have the biggest egos on the planet and expect to not be considered stirring the pot. Well, for the record, Dane is ahead of me in this list, and it's it is. <laughs> How does that make you feel? It's bugging me a little bit, to be honest. With you. I figured it would. <laughs> well, I've got like four hundred negatives though, or, or thumbs down. I don't know how the hell I'm ahead of anybody. It's a bullshit popularity contest, and you know what? I've not always been the most popular person, but that doesn't mean I'm not the best DJ. God, you know who wants to chastise me over this thing? He's on oh. the phone right now. Elon Fong. <laughs> The current DJ of the year. Elon. Fong, what's your problem with me? I don't know, man. The whole list thing, look at it this way, man. DJs, we're, we're sort of artists. We're musicians, right? Since when did that become a competition? It's subjective, dude. Like, everyone's got different styles. Everyone's got different things that are allowed to do or not allowed to do by management or ownership, right? And on top of that, it's sort of divisive. You see how people get butt hurt, man. And then the name calling starts, all that stuff. And it just, I don't know, dude. It's, it can be really divisive, Timmy. Uh, Dane is the president of Panda. By the way, Elon Fong is the current DJ of the year. So he has a little bit of attitude now, ladies. Has anybody else seen this? <laughs> seen the change? He's the secretary of Panda, too. And his note-taking skills have gone to shit since he got DJ of the year. See what happens? <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm looking at the list here, Fong, because I think you are yeah. actually on the list. Would you know what number yeah. you are? I he do not. put himself on there. <laughs> I, I haven't looked this time around. Just for the record, Elon, I'm I'm with you on this. I told him it's just a bullshit popularity contest, and uh, and I didn't even want to be on the damn thing. For people <laughs> to for people to get upset over this. Oh, by the way, I found Elon's number. Everybody, oh, where am I? See, I even I'm like, where am I? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Bad. Oh, damn. Oh. Oh, oh, the current DJ of the year is way down the list, Dane. Uh-oh. Oh, that kills me. Where am I, dude? He, is he below me? He is bl- he's oh, blowing you, yes. Uh, number 43, ladies and gentlemen, Elon hey, Funk. Hey, hey. To all the listeners, I'm better than the DJ of the year. How about that? Everybody's better than the DJ of the year, man. Elon <laughs> Fong, Club Cahoots, everybody, Columbus, Ohio, go Bucks. Yes, sir. Has 40. No, 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 no. 40. <laughs> no, we do not say that shit on the show. We You're 6 and 0, oh, Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, right. Oh, H. Uh, Elon is number 42, or number 43 with only 42 likes, everybody. Ooh, only 42. Yeah, but, but does he have less than 400 dislikes? He has 145 dislikes. This is what makes this site so wonderful, and I think it's a great, great tool. Uh, And Fong, we thank you for your phone call, but I'm going to hang up on you now. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. (laughs) I love you, man. See you, man. (laughs) That's what it is. He's upset that he's 43, everybody. Just for the record, where are you at on the list, Tom? Oh, man, I am. I'm at 16 with 255 likes and 392 dislikes. Glenn Miller's ahead of me. Uh, and then Dane is number 11 with 407 dislikes. I just want to say that Shanna Lee from Spearmint Rhino in Vegas is number eight, way above uh, Dane Hansen himself. So is my uh, my protege, Mr. Sean Clavo at Treasures. Sean is coming in at number seven. Alec Lepper, who says, who knows, as his club. <laughs> well, it's, it's too long to list them all, you know? Ricky Rage, no longer a DJ, number 12. Who's the one that had her neck broken or whatever? I got an accident. That was Rage. Ricky Rage. She okay? Ricky Lee. Yeah, she's uh, doing pretty good. She's gone through therapy, and uh, um, she seems to be doing all right. Yeah. Is she any good? She's a good DJ. Oh, she was the DJ in the Panda Party one year, right? Yep, she has. Uh, she's a good. She can mix. She's pretty good. Uh, she puts together, uh, you know, a good playlist. Uh, she's her voice is a, a little uh, phone sexy. She the yeah, one Shana, that's doing the is good too. I, I saw her. I'll tell you what, Shannon Lee is very good. Very and good she, mix she show has, and yep, voice. Great voice and doesn't have that. You know, and I hate to say that, but I mean, a lot of girls that DJ have that that. Um, whisper kind of thing they try to use to their voice and, yeah, the and it, sexy thing. And no names, kinda, no names, Kira, Kira, no names, Kira. <laughs> Kira has a sexy voice now. She has the equivalent of a guy's puke voice when they try to really <laughs> amp up the sex voice. I'm serious. Sorry, Kira. I know you're listening. You know, Yvonne, she's not a- anymore. She's not listening anymore. <laughs> And now it's time for Panda Top 20. <laughs> Come here, big boy. With now, this Dan- is what I would call with Danny pot, Myers and Sean Loveless. Stop it. Let's talk in your normal voice, Kira. 
Wow. And you wonder why people get pissed off at you, Tim. I like dick and vagina, too. (laughs) I got a question. Do you think all the dancers are lesbian in some way, or bisexual at least, they've all been with another girl? Or is that just a myth? I don't know about all of them, but I think the, uh, the numbers are going up steadily that uh, I, it's more acceptable maybe. I don't know. Why is it so acceptable for that? But I can't say. You know what I did the other day? I sucked Wild Bill's dick. Oh, man. Don't ever say that again. And you and know what? When I, when I was in Winston-Salem oh. sucking Dane's dick, I got to say that Wild Bill's <laughs> is bigger. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth, man. See? It's sickening, right? But we, we think about two women together, and it's just a beautiful, lovely thing. It's yeah. a double standard that works, I guess, for you inside your head. I don't know, man. I just want to uh, say, Dane, shave your balls a little bit more is all I'm saying next time. Listen, I think if you asked a lot of these girls this, they wouldn't want to hear about you sucking mine or Dane's dick. They would be like, oh, I'm, but yet, I'm if you Bill, talk about. I'm giving you a compliment. Your balls were nice and smooth. <laughs> it's like the top of your head. You didn't grab my head too hard. And Dane was a little aggressive and his balls were hairy. That's yeah, I get a joke. I get a joke. What's the difference between spitting and swallowing? I don't know. Three pounds of pressure in the back of her head. <laughs> God, where's Glenn Miller? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I was supposed to be old and crotchety. I'll Boom. shut up now. Boom. Boom. Where's Glenn? Hey, Bill, while we're waiting on um, Jeremy to join us, you were in Tampa in 2012, right? The Republican National Convention? Yep. I read an article yesterday about Angelina Spencer. Is that her name, Dane? Yes. What's her official title? She's with the club owners, right? She's with Ace. She's uh, with her Ace. She's one of the directors of Ace, I believe. She was saying that Republicans spend more money than Democrats in the 2012 convention in Tampa. You know, they spent a lot more than when the Democrats did their convention. I don't know. You were in Tampa, Bill. How was it back then? Well, I'll be honest with you. We got ready for it. We had lots of girls in town. The clubs did a lot of stuff to, to prepare for it. And uh, frankly, it was a flop. I'll tell you, they had an up, upgraded police sense because of all the stuff that was going on in the country. And uh, it really kept a lot of the people in town for that away from the bars and strip clubs that weren't close to their hotels. So you didn't see a lot of action from the convention? No. I mean, I would have called it a complete dud if you wow. asked me. I mean, it was just very anticlimactic. I wanted to have a discussion about who was better for our strip clubs in the election. Which which presidential candidate? Would Hillary be better for us or would Donald be better for us as a whole? Is people having more money in their pocket? The businessmen and for us, I don't know about you guys, but VIPs are essential to our success. So I kept thinking that with Donald's cutting taxes for Big Core, Big Core maybe starting to do more conventions, allowing their their employees maybe to write off stuff like they used to. We used to make so much money from these employees coming in town and just using their expense account to just rack up charges. And now none of the corporations let them do it anymore. I don't know. What's your take, Bill? Because I know you're a Republican. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a felon. So my opinion really doesn't count. However, I, I honestly feel that the Trump would, uh, the Donald himself would be better for our industry and just business as a whole for this country. Well, if we're going to get to the felon thing in a second. You just threw that at me. I was like, what? What did he say? Did he just say felon? But I think because Hillary is going to tax big core, she's going to raise minimum wage. She's going to keep Obamacare. So all these things are not good for the people that own these businesses as having extra income. To me, anyway. Maybe it'll trickle down to the employees and they'll have some more cash. But uh, that was my point. But uh, back to your felony. What? 
<laughs> long, long ago and far away. You know, I, I wasn't a very good boy. I'm a great man, but I was a very bad boy. And that's it. That's all we're going to get. Um, in brief, uh, the crimes that I was convicted of, uh, I still qualify for a full pardon and I'm waiting for the governor to actually sign my request for a pardon. So hopefully within a year or two, I will no longer be. When Bill Clinton was, uh, was in office, we made more money than, than and ever. That, and that's a great counter to that. When Bill was in office in the 90s, we all made money. I don't know, the last eight years? I don't think that transfers over to Hillary, though, because of all the shit that's changed since between then and now. Hello? Jeremy. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Who's this? You're calling me. Who's this? I'm calling you. Who's this? You called me. Fuck you are. Fuck you. You called me. Fuck you. You calling me. Fuck you. No, fuck you more. In the asshole. You more than more than five. You're a fucking fit. You suck dicks. You fucking asshole. No, you got a big gaping one. (laughs) Tim, you had the wrong number. (laughs) I don't think you dialed the right number, Tim. You put two fours in there. You had one of those fours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. That was great, though. <laughs> Guess we had the wrong number. <laughs> we should do that more frequently just for fun. Oh, just my God. That made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> A three-way recorded prank call for radio. That was great. <laughs> oh, God. That just made me so happy. All right. We got the real Jeremy on the phone right now. Jeremy, how do you pronounce your last name? Swigert. Swigert. Yo, I have a man. I have a man crush on you, kind of, bro. I'll get in line. Yeah, there's something about you that I kind of like. <laughs> Be careful. He was just sucked of my dick a few minutes ago. Well, Jeremy, my point. My point Honestly, was, guys, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Hey, God damn it! I <laughs> don't burn to Tim, but he's yeah, already good job, Jeremy. Hold on. <laughs> my point, Jeremy, was, and you hang out with a lot of strippers. You know this. That a lot of strippers like to be, well, licking each other's pussies, if we could just be honest. Oh, and my man. point uh, was, hey, there? why can't we suck each other's dicks? That's what I was just trying to say, Jeremy. I mean, if you could not get choked up about it, I guess it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on. This is why he's one of the best. Guy. You've been doing this for a while, though, right? How long have you been in the business? Uh, in this business or DJing altogether? Well, let's start with the DJing thing. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into DJing? 23 years in 1993. You started in 1993. How old are you? You look young. I'm 38. No shit. I was, Dude, you look well, 12. I moisturized. You look 12. I'm going to start with Jeremy's dick first, everybody, and then work my way around. <laughs> start with the baby. Go ahead. It's the, it's, it's the fountain of youth over here. Yeah, so 23 years of a DJ. When did you get into the strip club industry? Uh, actually, I started late in high school, <laughs> in the late 90s. Really? For this shithole place. Oh, yeah. Where was it? And then That's... I stopped uh, in Allentown. In Allentown? It was, a very, it was this Allentown, Pennsylvania. It was a very seedy joint, I must uh, tell you. Sounds like a Billy Joel song. Uh, yeah, except not as clean. I don't even know what that means. But. Looking, looking for a new host if you're available, Jeremy. Maybe you can, uh... <laughs> a new host? Yeah. Did you just walk in and they, you said, hey, I'm a DJ? How did, he, how did you get the gig? Uh, no, a girl from high school was like, hey, I'm, I'm dancing at this place. You should come uh, work, for, work with us. I'm like, what? And that's pretty much how it started. Yeah, well, we were saying that and you I... have a, um, 
You have a nice little harem going. Every time I see pictures of Jeremy, man, he's got girls all around him. You, the girls seem seem to like you. Well, it keeps me young. You know, let's let's ask him the question, Jeremy. Oh, here we go. It, we're yes. we're, t- we're taking action here. Are you gay or are you straight? Unfortunately, I am straight. Well, we were just saying that, you know, all the way the girls radiate to you, normally they only do that with gay guys. And none of us <laughs> thought you were gay, but just, just the, the rapport Except you have with Tim. the women. Oh, no, like, t- like 10 years ago, I used to get that a lot. And I used to take that as a compliment, thinking, oh, I must be taking care of myself. Fuck yeah, Jeremy, I'm with you. But I did used to go to the gay parties at Penn State University because you'd have all the straight girls hanging out with all the gay guys. And they'd be like, oh, this is our friend Jeremy. Wait, he's straight? Hell Wonderful. Yeah. So much less competition. It's beautiful because you got a little fashion sense. That's why, Jeremy. They're just jealous. So you go from Allentown to hosting all these events across the country. How did that happen? Uh, but again, I just fell into that. I, I've been asked left and right if I could just fill in. And <clears throat> Tony, obviously, Tony Batman retired. And that's how I ended up uh, hosting a lot of the Night Moves events. And I guess they want to use me for next year. So I'm not going to complain about that. No, and you got a good attitude, too. So explain to the people there, Jeremy, what a good attitude will get you. I was just trying to be upbeat, I think. I just try to bring the whole room up, the energy, when I'm at work. If the girl's being bitchy to me, then I just try to make her laugh as the best way possible. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but that's basically what I do. Features make great wing women, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen you host any events. Dane, have you seen Jeremy do any of this stuff? Uh, I just, just the pictures. I haven't actually seen anything live. Well, I've seen Jeremy on stage before. He's actually really good. He's done quite a few things in the Tampa Bay area. That's uh, the night moves he was talking about. So, yeah, I've seen him in my area do a lot of, if not the actual hosting, but been on stage and performed or done some things. And he's he's really good. Great, great outgoing personality. He lights up the room. Yeah, there is something about you, and then not you. to not to be uh, gay again, but there is something oh, about you that that pops off uh, with your Facebook and your videos and, and your fashion sense. There is something about you, man, that that I think people are drawn to, and I think that's cool. It's a cool attribute to have, and you do well at branding yourself. And I think a lot of guys could learn from you when it comes to hey, get yourself out there. Don't be stuck in one club forever, or if you are, at least you know make yourself known a little bit. I think you've done a good job at that. Thank you. I have very little shame. I actually had an online reality show for a long time in the early 2000s. Well, can we find it on YouTube? What is it? Uh, unfortunately, it was uh, called Swaggle, Swaggle.com, and I sold it to him to a golfing company just last year. I actually sold my brand like a moron. Wow. Well, good for you, though. <laughs> can we talk about your relationship with Veda and, and how that, that all... Yeah, uh, we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, in case people well, don't I've know. known. Uh, well, explain how you met her and, and the relationship you guys had. Oh, gee, she was coming out of high school. That was 15 years ago. Two years after we met, we actually jumped right back into the industry together. And that was in 2004, 2005. So she had, uh, she was in there quite a while before she started becoming a feature and being well-known. And you guys were just she friends, or was there, was there an intimacy thing there? Uh, there was. It was kind of on and off. It was always at the wrong time. Either I was seeing somebody or she was seeing somebody. We talked about it, but we never really did anything about it. She would tell people that I was like her soulmate. Uh, but then we would also joke and say, hey, we're just going to get married and see other people because it'd be weird otherwise. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that, was, that was actually how I first heard about Jeremy is Veda had you know been traveling and she came to my club frequently for things. And she always told me about her favorite DJ up in Pennsylvania. So, you know, I heard about Aww. Jeremy long before I ever met him. Man, um, was it she was a blessing and a curse. Was she-, she was the ultimate cock block. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Oh, 
Don't talk to her. Why are you talking to her? She's gross. She's a whore. It was fun. <laughs> but then years later, I realized, wow, she was right. <laughs> was she was she dealing I, with the depression stuff through the clubs, or was that always kind of around before she even got into the industry? Yeah, see, a lot of people think that there was industry involved, and that's actually I don't believe that's true because um, that, that goes back many years. So when like when she passed, there was a lot of finger pointing of like, oh, who said this and who who was responsible for this, and and whether or not she had issues with anybody, it really had nothing to do with that. I think the industry kept her going actually because it was more about the family life and stuff like that that was that's what i was gonna say the industry was the positive thing in her life i remember that's the one thing she enjoyed oh it definitely kept her going i think that's what kept her around Uh, i don't want to dwell on that i'm just sorry for your loss and i think it's uh it is a a common theme with dancers that there's some background problems there it's kind of why they get in the industry some of them anyway i don't want to say all but a lot of that is you know their background's kind of fucked up you know and they need a way uh anyway yeah, I don't even, uh, I don't have much to say on this, man. It's just sad. Like uh, we were talking about earlier, there's so many people that uh, in one way or another have lost their lives due to uh, uh, whether it's depression or, or issues or putting themselves, blaming themselves for things that aren't uh, aren't their fault. And uh, it's just sad, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not to cross remote promote but we talk about a little bit of this on rockandrehab.com if you want to check out our other websites it's a it's an addiction support podcast but we do talk a lot about the depression because they go hand in hand you get depressed you drink you drink you get depressed and they kind of go hand in hand a little bit so check out rock and rehab so jeremy where are you now because you're in louisiana now right i am now starting at michael's men's club in lafayette louisiana and how did this how did this come about Uh, i just had an interview and audition at the expo actually it was you're just looking to make a move or you weren't happy in your current situation? What happened? Why, why'd you want to get out of there? Stale. I guess I've just become stale. I've been Pennsylvania my entire life. I'm tired of being in one position and I figure I'm a slave to my own things and my own man cave when I'm not working. I'll just get out and start moving around more. Well, I like you, DJ Swaggle. Thank you. I'm hoping to get that new DJ award I'm hearing so much about. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> no. It's not one? an award. It's just a list. <laughs> oh no! You, you, no no no! You understand that no no two DJs are alike, and and no two fingerprints are alike. That's why they should give out the coveted Golden Index Finger Award. <laughs> That's presented to the best button pushers in the industry. All right, Jeremy. One joke too many, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Here's the middle finger award for you. Just hung up on. <laughs> hung up on Jeremy. He's got that uh, that uh, Rat Pack kind of swag, man. The way uh, the way he uh, carries himself and dresses and everything. I... And he's got that voice just like this. But you see what I'm saying? He has something that pops off of whatever he's doing, whether his Facebook, and he's young, so he's hip to all social media. There is something about that kid, man. I'm serious. And so I didn't realize he took over for Tony Batman to host all those events. Well, I don't think he's hosting all of them, but as far as the night move stuff goes, I mean, Tony Batman was doing a lot more than that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't follow in his footsteps and a lot of people don't pick him up um, since he's willing to travel and MC and he's pretty good at it. Absolutely. Yeah, he does have that. He does have that, uh, that swagger to swaggle. Ah, swaggle the swagger. All right. So back to whose dick we would suck first again. We'll start with you, Bill. I don't suck dick. So long. Take care now. Bye-bye, then. Bye. Strip Club Radio is coming to a close. But don't worry, baby. We'll be back soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to stripclubradioshow.com or search Strip Club Radio on iTunes. This concludes our broadcast day. Bye-bye. See you next time.